For more information on Ancient Dragon Zen Gate, please visit our website at www.ancientdragon.org. Our teachings are offered to the community through the generosity of our supporters. To make a donation online, please visit our website. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So we have a bunch of people who were here and weren't here yesterday, and a bunch of people who were. I want to do a, a some review of what we spoke of yesterday, and a little more. So um, we. This practice commitment period, we're working with the, the Malakirti Sutra, and the Malakirti is about practicing in the world, as we all are here. And uh, so, how do we practice in the world? How do we practice helping beings? And at the same time, or also seeing beyond the conventional ways of seeing the world, seeing something deeper in the service of helping beings in the world. So all of this is about doing the Buddha work. By definition, all of us here are children of Buddha. We support the Buddha work, the work of awakening all beings, awakening ourselves, this endless process of awakening, and helping, hearing the suffering of the world, and helping out as we can. So... The Malakirti speaks of inconceivable liberative techniques and practices. How we can um, help in all kinds of ways, just by being ourselves, just by expressing kindness, just by helping everyone else and others to uh, awaken to the possibilities of helping others to awaken to the possibilities. And a lot of this skillful means is about patience, about paying attention, about seeing what's in front of us and helping out when we can, about seeing all the difficulties of our challenging world and seeing how we can help sometimes. This is trial and error. It's not... There's no instruction manuals about how to do it. Each one of us is different. Each one of us is, has our own special gifts. Each one of us has our own way of being present and responsive and helpful and seeing deeper. And in Sangha, we do this together. How do we support each other? How do we support each other, each to be each, each to be 
the particular wonderful being on your seat right now or <coughs> online right now. Part of what the sutra also talks about is how the world is made up of inconceivable realities. It's not what we think it is. Of course, our thinking is useful and we should use that to help, but um, we don't know. all of the different dimensions of what is happening. The example last week of dogs walking along and smelling the world in ways that we can't imagine. Most of us don't understand. How do we go beyond our usual ideas of what our life is and what the world is? At the same time that we fully occupy our life in the world, that we take on our Dharma position, as Durban says. So, Dharma positions are, are not static either. Each of us is shifting, changing, waking up, going to sleep finding new ways to respond to those around us. And in the Ramalakirti Sutra we've been talking about, there's also this teaching about Buddha fields. A Buddha awakens and they create a Buddha field. So we are in Shakyamuni's Saha world, this world of endurance, this challenging world. So this is about the practice of Sangha, community, cooperation. We try to support and enact cooperation, working together across, sometimes across boundaries that we don't understand and that are artificial or that we create. So how do we take care of this particular Sangha, ancient dragons and gate, this wonderful group of people? Some of them are here. How do we take care of other sanghas or other communities? How do we, uh, as Joanna Macy says, uh, be an island of sanity? How do we connect with, with other communities? Ultimately, we're not separate. Ultimately, we're all in this together. Ultimately, emptiness means that we're all interrelated to everything and everybody else we've ever met or heard about. How do we enjoy that? Celebrate that? 
take care of each other, take care of others. You don't always have to agree. And it's not about converting people with other views to our view. But it's about listening and being open and caring about everyone. So the Buddha worked. Sitting all day on a cushion, a chair, facing the wall, facing ourselves. This is the Buddha work. And the challenge of the Bodhisattva practice, the Malakirti's practice, right in the middle of all of the stuff in the world, is how to unfold that. How do we allow it to unfold in various ways? How do we, people here are considering making changes in their lives. People here are, have been making changes in their lives. People here are in good places occupying them, you know, without obvious changes. Uh, all of this is part of this dance and process of living in a Buddha field, <coughs> practicing together with others, all the others. So one of the main teachings of Malakirti Sutra, I'll get a chance to say it again in Sanskrit, Anathataka Dharma Shanti, patience with and tolerance of the unknowability, ungraspability, birthlessness, translated in various ways, of things, of the world, of everything, of all of us. And to see the world and each other, not just as things, but as alive and uh, unfolding. And now we have the example all around us of flowers unfolding and blossoming. This time of year, in the spring, we all kind of feel this unfolding and opening in various ways. But part of this tolerance or patience with the ungraspability, unknowability of things, that we can't pin them down and control them, is that we don't have total control. The world is alive. We are alive. Each other is alive. The carpet and cushions and walls and tables and chairs, and it's all alive. How do we take care of this Buddha field that is alive with the intention of Buddha to be helpful. And, you know, it's um, ultimate reality. In ultimate reality, there is a wholeness. This is what I felt first time I had Zazen instruction. I thought, oh, it's okay. There is a wholeness here. 
I don't know that I would have articulated it that way, but that's what I felt. So to see that that there is this underlying ultimate reality that we are all connected, that everything is connected. Just to see that is a great support for working with differences in the world, working with conflicts in the world, working with the suffering and sadness of the world. That's the Buddha work. So it's not that, you know, it's not that you should not try and understand it if you're the kind of person who likes to understand things. And we have a few academics here who understand a lot of things. But how do we um, see beyond what we understand? How do we see possibilities? Right now the world is... um, but to sit in a mess, traumatized, you know, powerful people who are um, sadly encouraging cruelty and harm. And this is the world we live in. How do we respond without vilifying them personally, but openly looking at the situation around us? How do we uh, express the great compassion? That's the practice of bodhisattvas, working with difficult beings, working with the difficulties in each of us, working with ourselves and others, uh, trying to open up caring and kindness and awakening. So as I said yesterday, we can we can oppose harmful systems or policies without you know hating or despising personally those who are uh, deluded into thinking they should espouse those. So doing the Buddha work. How do we allow all of our activity as it is now to be Buddha work? We don't have to, you know, go around thinking Buddha work, Buddha work, but just what our caring and opening up and awakening to ourselves and each other is this process. And I mentioned yesterday the precepts. And the 16 Bodhisattva precepts in our tradition that Dogen um, imposed based on previous discussions of precepts and ethics. And this, these can be very helpful to us in terms of uh, seeing how a Buddha might, might function, might live. And we have coming up next month 
for the first time in a, quite a while after the pandemic, uh, we'll have a jukai ceremony here in this room, offering, offering precepts, performing the ceremony. Three people who are all here now will be receiving the pre these lay ordination precepts, bodhisattva precepts. And for all of us, these precepts are what we receive in Zazen. But it's not so much um, like rules of conduct as ways of seeing how to be helpful. And also connection to lineage and the tradition of awakening. So this is the Japanese understanding of what these precepts, what the precepts are about. Going back to Dogen and still in Japanese Soto Zen, that this is about uh, confirming the Buddhaness that's already here. This is about verifying the Buddha work for the people receiving these and for everyone else, and connecting with, connecting with the lineage, verifying, oh, Buddha, Buddha's here. So some people, especially when they first come to this practice, have sometimes some people even long after they've been doing this practice, have some difficulty with all of our forms and ceremonies and rituals. But the point of these is just to confirm connection to Buddha. Gratitude that there were beings going back to Shakyamuni Buddha 2,500 or so years ago, and before him, and to the Buddhas before Buddha. And we can understand that in all kinds of ways, but somehow we are doing this strange practice of Sashin that has emerged from this long tradition. So uh, yesterday and tomorrow we will be chanting, we chanted, and we will be chanting the names of the Buddha ancestors. But it's not just, you know, so we have a series of names and there's a lineage. But also in each generation, there were many people. There were rooms for people like this who were supporting each other to explore and expand and, and uh, appreciate the unfolding of the good work. So these ceremonies we do, making offerings to the, the altar to the Buddha, doing prostrations, reciting various traditional chants are all about just expressing appreciation and gratitude that we are connected.
And sometimes it's not easy to do this practice. The legs hurt or our back hurts or we're sleepy or our mind's whizzing around or whatever. We, we, we feel uncomfortable. And that's part of the practice too, is to be willing to be beyond our comfort zone, beyond what we think of as our usual way of being who we are. To be surprised by how beautiful the world is. The bird song, flowers, as well as all the stuff that the molecule gets into, all the difficulties in the world. They're not separate. So taking care of your posture, your body-mind, on your seat, and sashin is not separate from taking care of friends, family, co-workers, neighbors, with all the difficulties there. How do we adjust our posture? So we emphasize the physical posture of zazen. But there's also the posture of expressing kindness and caring in our interactions. Patience, tolerance of the fact that things are beyond our control. Of course, lots of things are in our control. The, the doan hits the bell at a certain time, hopefully. Um, you know, there are things that we can take care of. Many very skillful people in this room. But... We also recognize that um, there's a lot that happens beyond our control. And I think Buddhist liberation means take, letting go of our sense of control. And that can be very painful. But how do we let go of our sense that we know of, we know everything that's happening, we know what should happen, and all those ideas we have. Anyway, this is all part of the Buddha work, the ongoing Buddha work. So, uh, so far, this has been a, a, a kind of review of with so the traditional, this is from, he was a great Dharma uncle, this one's called Performing the Buddha Work. The empty field cannot be cultivated or proven. From the beginning, it is altogether complete, undefiled, and clear down to the bottom. So 
So that's the underlying reality that Holmes is pointing out, which we sometimes forget or don't see. Goes on, where everything is correct and totally sufficient, attain the pure eyes that illuminate thoroughly, fulfilling liberation. Awakening involves enactingness. Stability develops from practicing. So, as we practice, as practice, as we sessions work together in Sangha, there's a kind of stability, consciousness, that, that develops from this. It's not it's not that it's not subject to change, but how, what is the stability? What is the steadiness that includes change? Birth and death originally have no root or stem, consciousness. Appearing and disappearing originally have no defining signs or traces. Appearing and disappearing originally have no defining signs or traces. We can't pin it down. The primal light, empty and effective, illumines the head top. The primal wisdom, silent but also glorious, responds to conditions. So how do we respond? How do we respond to conditions? From this underlying wisdom. This is the question of how we do the Buddha Ponja continues, when you reach the truth without middle or edge, cutting off before and after, when you realize one wholeness, and the, oh, sorry, I missed something. Uh, when you reach the truth, the truly, the, the, the tr- sorry, when you reach the truth without middle or edge, cutting off before and after, you realize one wholeness. Just being present here now. Everywhere, sense faculties and objects both just happen. The one who sticks out his broad, long tongue, that's the good transmits, transmits the inexhaustible lamp, radiates the great light, and performs the great Buddha work. From the first not borrowing from others, one atom from outside reality, outside the Dharma. Clearly, this affair occurs within your own house. So we take care of our bodies and minds, we take care of our shampoo, we take care of our homes, we take care of our work, we take care of all the beings we can. And it's not that we, so Hongzhi depicts this as Buddha's expression of this. But for we bodhisattvas, we are working towards this, working around this, working with this. And uh, this is trial and error. We make mistakes. It's important to make mistakes. That's how we learn. So... This Buddha work is uh, a wonderful job. It's challenging, but 
Uh, you've heard about it now. So, okay. This is, this is, uh, this is our mission, <laughs> to put it that way. But it's also our enjoyment. It's, it, it just feels good to be helpful. It feels good to connect. It feels good to, to see and hear others and how they are. This is all doing the Buddha work. So we will have time uh, to discuss this over tea this afternoon. If anybody has, if there's one or two people who have uh, immediate comments, responses, we can do that. Or you can just sit and do the Buddha work and we'll talk about it together this afternoon. Thank you.